Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy, unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today I'm joined again with Paul Jasek. This is his second time on my show. He was with me last April, episode 57. Uh, This guy is, first of all, so fun and just so uplifting for me and funny as heck. And he's also uh, a comedian, an actor, a dancer, playwright, singer. He was a former flight attendant, uh, but he's also a psychic medium. He's also a master tarot card reader. He's a spiritual counselor, and he's worked at the Queen Mary Guys. I mean, he's done everything. So, Paul, welcome again to my show. Leslie, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, it is so good to hear your voice. You are so fun. I just smile every time I talk to you. You're just such a blast. <laughs> Last time we talked, I was laughing so hard I forgot what I was talking about. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So recently you and I were texting and you were like, hey, Happy New Year. And I'm like, Paul, I need to have you back on my show. I've already had um, another tarot reader on my show talking about predictions, but um, everyone's a little different and you might bring some better light because hers wasn't as great as yours might be. I don't know. It may not be good at all, but I thought I'd get your take on it and we can just kind of go from there. So uh, what are you seeing for January and the rest of this year of 2022? Well, you know, part of predictions, it sometimes doesn't take a psychic. You just look around and look where the momentum is taking us. Yes. But I did sit down and get very spiritual about it all and into meditation. And I did a, another prediction show. And I said to the host before we went to air, you know, our time in the mess around room is up. Do you know? Yeah, These predictions around. sound a bit grim. But the truth is the universe has been very courteous about, okay, well, you can catch it next time. Well, the preparation time is done. Who you are is what it is. Right. Now we have room for improvement. But within these, I found five sort of predictions for the calendar year of 2022. Now, the other side, which is where we all came from and where we will all return, has no interest in clocks, calendars, or cash. We are here for the experience. And as some of my witchy friends say, oh, I know, we all take it so personally. Yeah, we do. Which the truth is, And I sometimes refer to this as university earth. This is not only about learning, but in the larger sense, when people go, I don't know what's going on. And when I've used that prayer, you know, and I I get all churchy, I get on my knees going, what am I supposed to do? The other side goes, I don't know. What do you, what would you like to do? Yeah. I go, no, you choose. And they go, no, you choose. No, you choose. No, you choose. It's gone on for decades. (laughs) It's true because it's so simple. We make it so dang hard, Paul. And I think it's just a matter of what do you want? All you have to do is ask. Just to get there for some people, especially when they're very confused, it's hard, especially when you you hit some of the big three, health, money, relationships. Right. It gets very confusing. That's why, especially for my students and my clients, I will say, you know, morning meditation isn't an option any longer. It's required. Okay. And tell me why you think it's required. What, what is it about meditation, Paul, that makes you think that people need to understand, learn how to do it and to ground themselves, whatever you think it is? Well, I think especially for the whole planet, we've gone through some really rough time. I mean, a bad patch of water here, kids. This world and it's a worldwide pandemic yeah. is no joke. It scared people so badly it made them crazy. 
Oh, it's still making him crazy. <laughs> it, it, you can watch yeah. people. They're walking around like emotional grenades, and the pin has been pulled. It only takes something to set them off. I saw a poor woman in the grocery store, and you can almost sense the tension in the air. And I came flipping around the aisle, and here's a woman squat down in this aisle, and she's sobbing. Oh, no. And I stood there for a second and thought, uh-oh. <laughs> but then, and this is discernment. She's well-dressed. She has a very nice handbag, and I can see she has a scrap of paper in her hand. But she's in trouble. So with a respectful distance, I said, are you all right? Do you, do you need some help? And she looked up. Poor thing. And she goes, I don't know which one to get. Oh. Of what, honey? And as I came closer, it was a laundry list, and it just said pickles. <laughs> And I, I said, well, honey, stand up, you know, and I helped her up and she goes, I, I'm supposed to get it. And I looked at her and there were like nine, you know, there's bread and butter, there's dill, there's gherkins, there's sweet. Right. And she goes, I, and I looked at her and I thought, I said, it's just pickles. <laughs> but for her, we all have that pickle moment. We no. all have our own pickle aisle when it was, that was just too much. She had her emotional breakdown right there in the store. And thank goodness you were there. You almost can't. Yeah. There, there comes a tipping point. You know, she later on shared with me that her mother was in hospice. Mm. Her sister had been involved in a car accident on the way to come and help. Oh. She had a lot going on. Right. And to try and choose the right pickle, was because as if mm -hmm. that would make an enormous difference in these situations. Wow. When, yeah. Yeah. when as we detach a little, when we can, and that's where meditation comes in. Okay. Meditation is the pause button. Meditation, as I was taught, is when you think about your energetic bubble, and we all have them, okay. we teach children, uh-oh, private space, step back, right, yeah. <laughs> around your hula hoop of energy. <laughs> now, you are responsible for your own energy. That, in fact, is true. So now, with meditation, and you don't have to sit in weird positions with your legs twisted, or it's simply calming down for a moment. Okay. I am finding, and I was teaching my students, the first half hour you're awake has taken on a crucial time mm. because that sets the tone for the day. So I've been teaching because people go, I don't have to, I don't have time. And as my teacher said to me, oh, if you don't have time to meditate, you're too busy. Because it doesn't have to take so long. It can be like a, what, a five, 10 minute meditation just to, my right? Three minute meditation oh, for everybody. There you go. Easy peasy. Now I've done it for probably close to 35 years. I sit on the edge of my bed. I take a deep breath. And because I'm over 60, I go, thank you. <laughs> because, do you know, I heard this statistic recently, and I need to find out, I believe it to be true, worldwide, here, Des Moines, Afghanistan, Antarctica, one million people pass away in their sleep. Oh, wow. It's the natural attrition for the human species. Mm -hmm. So here's it. the deal. If you woke up this morning, bonus. Bonus, bonus points. And three minutes of just relaxation and just focusing on, because, you know, like I've said on my podcast before, you can wake up and say, you know what, today I'm just not feeling it. I'm going to have a crappy day. And guess what? You're going to have a crappy day. But if you wake up and you say, you know what? It might be raining and, and it might be snowing or icy and I still got to go to work. But you know what? I'm just going to put a smile on my face and just laugh at myself because this might be really funny. You know, hopefully you won't get in an accident. But just getting to the car might be a whole comedy routine in itself. So, <laughs> you know. Well, exactly. And I do something called um, segment intending with it. Oh, okay. So I sit on the edge of the bed and I always say the date. Mm. Today is January 4th, the year 2022. This is the only day I have. The past is over. You can't reanimate a corpse, and tomorrow is none of your business. <laughs> so it's just this moment right here. Right. No, and from there on in, everything is your choice. 
And so I sit very quietly and I do get in touch. You know, what's beating your heart? Trust me, it's not your personality. (laughs) So call it whatever you want to. But as I said, I know somebody who was a trauma counselor, trauma therapy coach, helping people through. And I remember going to my teacher and I made the mistake. She was very much about, oh, if you're in emotional pain, you're in your past. Prove me wrong. And I would think for a minute, I'd go, but she goes, oh, and if you're going to tell a story, I'm bored. I don't want to hear about you taking in the shorts at work or why they won't change shifts. She said, if you're interested in talking about a spiritual principle and how you really are creating your own life, she said, I've all the time in the world for that because we're all learning. But if you're going to go, if you're going to complain, she said, oh, can you hold one moment? And she would put me on hold and go to another line. Oh, it used to drive me insane. (laughs) No, it's true, though. It is so true, though, Paul. It really is. So. I know you you and I talked and we we're like, okay, so you have these five predictions from your tarot cards. So kind of, we, maybe we can start talking about that. And let me, let me know what the good or bad news is. Okay. Well, that was a long way to say. What we're going to see now is people bonding in new ways. And what I mean about bonding, mm-hmm. minds are joined, bodies are not. In this, what I like to call the holy instant, I mean, we've not had a 3D physical experience of each other, but we have a ball oh, because we're I, connected. Oh, you and I, we, I mean, I, we get on the phone and we're just, we, we, we start laughing. We don't even say hi. We're laughing before we say hi to each other. I mean, exactly. So there's that. So we're going to see a new way of bonding. When we were in the beginning of the lockdown and people were panicked because I thought, now I was an only child, so I play nicely in my room. I'm good. You know, I don't necessarily have to be out in the world. Um, I can color. I can play with my Lego or whatever. Um, (laughs) That's why this collision between puberty and menopause has been a little exhausting. But (laughs) it's really the same thing. But they were saying, you know, we have to socially distance. And that's not accurate. We had to physically distance. But because of the miracle of technology, I chat with friends of mine in Dublin Mm -hmm. regularly now. Through the miracle of technology. So that bonding is one of the things we're going to see a lot more of that. And that people are going to be very selective of how they do it. Right. Within that, I'm not an astrologer, but Lord knows I work with enough of them. And I find what fascinating it is an art. Astrology is an art and it's a science. Mm. And for people who are skeptical, and I love skeptics, because they just want to make sure they're doing the right thing. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I did. I flew a long time as a flight attendant. Right. And you best believe that I checked the weather to the places I was going. If I was leaving Los Angeles, but it was snowing in New York, you best believe I want to know that to take my overcoat. And that's what astrology offers us. Right. So what, what Great it point. offers us is sort of the atmospheric energy. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be intense in this first quarter. So everybody get your spiritual raincoat because it's going to get intense. So those people who are working with a grounding system are going to find this energy a little easier. So that's the second one is the uh, knowledge of intense energy. And you can watch people suddenly come into a room, especially if you're sitting there and like at a dinner party or such, and the door opens and you can see people react to the energy in the room. Oh, absolutely. So we're going to see a lot more acknowledgement. This is the second prediction about the intense energy around us, the energetic soup that we're wandering in. The other third prediction is people are now going, it's been a trend for well over 30 years about health and wellness. And it's interesting, 30 years, they use the word wellness mm. because that applies to anything. You know, before that, when I was growing up in the late 60s and early 70s, we really didn't talk a lot about health. Health was the absence of illness then. Right. You you only went to a doctor if there was something uncomfortable or wrong. Mm -hmm. 
but the idea of health and wellness that you can cultivate it. Most people take better care of their cars than they do their bodies. True. But this shock with the the viruses and the different variants has caused people to look at themselves and the blood bag they're wandering around in and go, I may need to tidy this up. Yeah. We're going to see a new newer awareness of health and wellness. Mm, okay. Because let's say you have an issue that you're working on with your health. Mm-hmm. The wellness aspect, miracles are natural. When they don't occur, something's gone wrong. I believe that. Absolutely. It's true, yeah. because if, if anybody who's listening to this, somehow, kids, we got here. Yeah, right? <laughs> We're all here for a reason. I don't know why sometimes. Sure. Every one of your bad days, if you hear my voice. Yeah. That's right. You know? Yeah. So within that, coming back to the power of choice. Mm-hmm. And within that, that brings me to the next one, which is a call to the sacred. Mm. I've noticed the past couple of years within this idea of it really rattled people all the way down to their psychic heels that what what's going on i've seen a lot of people return to either a religion they grew up with mm. or a way of being from a time that they felt secure right uh, a dear dear friend of mine and i we've actually talked about it and i enjoyed the conversation because he is a complete liberal unitarian universalist you know champion to the underdog and we were looking at scheduling she goes why can't i have mass I said, I beg your pardon? (laughs) What? And she said, oh, I've returned to the Roman Catholic Church. And I went, Mm. oh, okay. Do you have room for the conversation? And she said, oh, okay. Well, she said, now you're going to make me feel guilty. I said, oh, if I had the power. I can't make you feel anyway, but I am curious. Mm -hmm. And what she shared with me is what was comforting for her is it was something that was taught to her. She doesn't have to think about it. She just has to follow the rules. Okay. No, that makes sense. No, because, you know, this is this whole pandemic, this whole world situation with the, besides the pandemic, the global warming or it's climate change or whatever you want to call it, and just the governmental, whatever we're going through with that, and just the world there's so much negativity in the world right now. And I see it all over the place. And I think it's, I think people are spinning out of control and they just want to go back to, like you said, their roots. I want to go back to the eighties and I want to, I want to be in my, I want to be in my late teens and early twenties. And I just want to be back there with big hair, red lips and singing the little lounges. I used to sing around in Dallas, Fort Worth, because you know what? Right now the world, I mean, I'm in a very happy place in my life, but this is really hard for a lot of people. Well, and in one respect, if we come up on a stepladder and look down, the world has always been a mess. That's true. You know, we had the Peloponnesian. We didn't have the technology we have now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens is your anxiety-producing machine is in your hand. It's called your phone. Oh, man, that's so true. Yeah, Yeah. and that it's completely of choice. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see with the advent of technology, Mm -hmm. the addiction to it has become a massive problem. Yeah, no you know, problem. when I grew up in rural Colorado, we had a phone that stayed in the laundry room. It didn't hunt you down. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it didn't crawl in the car with you. I mean, none of that happened. In fact, when the phone rang, we looked away. Oh, the phone's ringing. You know, we had a, we, you know, we had a party line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, a party line. Do you remember those? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Well, and so, <laughs> so I watch young kids that have grown up with a phone mm. and their anxiety, they have to check it. Yeah. To separate them from it, there is withdrawal. So that's why the call to the sacred, we're going back to what is eternal, immortal, always. When we tap into a power greater, that's why my grandmother used to say to me, because I loved her so dearly, I come from a very loving, very supportive family. Right. 
And I would sometimes spend the weekend with her and my grandfather. And I would say, well, like on Wednesdays, I miss you. And she goes, well, you know, when you're thinking about me, I'm thinking about you. And she said, let me hug you. So she gave me a hug. And, you know, when you hug somebody, usually you close your eyes. She goes, I know your eyes are closed. You can't see me, but you can feel me. And that never changes. What a great analogy. This is so nice. It's like a big warm hug right now. The other thing is, now the last sort of prediction is we're going to see some governmental upheaval. Now that's, you know, not, you don't have to be a psychic. Right. But because people are so off balance, that's why those morning moments ground yourself into what's going on right now Mm -hmm. because from there it takes you back to a gift that was not even given the angels and that is the power of choice yeah you know angels can't go i'll meet you at the red onion you got some marbles (laughs) i mean you know they don't get to do we do we can you can do whatever you want that's why back to the idea of wellness if you're experiencing some difficulty it can always be improved yeah, always. Well, we, like you said, we have free will and we have the choice. We really, truly do have a choice. I mean, unless there's something medically, you know, a depressing kind of situation where you do have to have some medication. And I do believe people sometimes have to have medication to help with that. But other people that maybe are just down because the world is so up in the top spin, I don't even know what to say about it. It's confusing and it's heartbreaking sometimes and it's scary and people don't know what to do anymore. And, and it's like, like the pickle lady. I don't know what kind of pickles to get. And it's really that simple. You really truly can decide I need to stop. I need to put my phone down. I need to take three minutes or 10 minutes or whatever and just give myself a break. Exactly. People will frequently say, oh, I don't like change. I'm like, well, that's the only constant there is. (laughs) Yeah. It's really quite a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's the natural flow. You know, I thank goodness my other grandmother, my father's mother, I don't think she even finished the fifth grade that she was the wisest woman I ever ran into. Mm. She used the almanac as her Bible. Okay. You know, and she she even cut her hair according to the phases of the moon. Now, for her, it wasn't woo-woo. It was the natural flow of living. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, even farmers way back in the 1800s, they go by the moon schedules um, and the weather patterns uh, according to astrology. I know that. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And now it's all woo woo. And I'm like, no, it's not, people. (laughs) And that's the thing. These these ideas aren't created. They're being discovered. Yeah. They've always been, always been. Mm -hmm. So. That's why, especially, I've watched people because they they are so clogged. They're so frightened. They're so, and, you know, fear should be classed with stealing. It does more harm. Mm, yes. People, because they are so frightened, I sort of want to say they're there to the world. I kind of want to put my arms around the world going, yeah. that's it. You know, I, I got to be a manny for a short time and take care of children. Oh, wow. And as an only child, I didn't have brothers or sisters, but I was raised by a group that believed in the power of routine. And so there are times during the day that when you have your routines in place, it's so nice to have a framework. Mm-hmm. What kicks mm-hmm. people off their pivot is all of a sudden what was familiar was not available. That's true. And so then they went into scarcity. There's no toilet paper. I know. <laughs> or paper towels or plates or whatever. And, and or yeah. get grabby. Yes. Because of the, the idea of scarcity. But, you know, that ultimately is not the ultimate truth. Abundance is the law. It's called the law of abundance for a reason, because there's always more of whatever you need. Mm-hmm. One ear of corn fills five fields. Wow. It just keep it just keeps going. Yes. And they grow and we go on. Okay, it may not be your timing. 
most of humanity, I mean, I occasionally think, if there's intelligent life in the universe, oh, there is. aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> oh, we are their entertainment. They've got the popcorn going and we are their entertainment. We are the star of the universe right now, the whole planet Earth. They are. <laughs> yeah, I just know at celestial cocktail parties, they're going, oh no, that's an Earthling, step away. They dirty their own planet, come away from them. They're just, they're unstable. <laughs> Oh, it's so embarrassing. That's so true. So so those are your five predictions. Do you want to pull something for, I don't know, whatever you think? Well, I use in my morning meditation. Now, the one that I gave everybody, I also added recently, a couple of years ago, and it kicks me. It makes me laugh. I then get very quiet and I say, okay, higher power, czar of the universe, mm-hmm. you do everything. Because I one time said to my spiritual teacher, wait, so like the non-physical world does 90% of this? And she said, I think it's cute. Do you think it's 90%? <laughs> Do you know? I mean, yeah. I stand at the ocean here and watch it and think, who's doing that? Mm-hmm. You know, what power is handling the planets? If you really want to get kind of spiritual, go outside and put your feet on the ground. It's very stable. Oh, it is. Yeah. Or touch a tree and just t- put your, run your hand along a tree. Yes. I do that all the time at our little weekend place. I just go out and we just go out and, and into the fields or where all the dense trees are. And we will just get out of our little vehicles. We have a little ATV out there. And we'll just walk around in the forest. And I will put my hands and try to get past all the undergrowth. And I just put my hand on those trees. And I, you know, and I don't know if if I'm doing something right or wrong. But it, but it just makes you feel better. I don't know how it does. It just does. And why that is, is do you know what holds the universe together? Love. Mm-hmm. And everybody understands that feeling. Right. So it really is true. The uh, amazing volume called A Course in Miracles really breaks it down to there's only two emotions, love and fear. You know, you're either extending love or calling for help. Mm -hmm. We all will hit that pickle aisle and hopefully somebody will help you to your feet and go, you know, it's just pickles. That's right. God bless you for being there. I tell you what. (laughs) Well, God bless her because I went, oh, I've had my own pickle aisle. going to be your ongoing joke now it's true <laughs> yeah. well, you know in the last minutes of an emergency landing when i was a flight attendant i thought oh this is it mm. this ends in a tumbling flaming ball of wreckage oh, man. and i kind of went i like to think i'm ready i've had an amazing run mm-hmm. and so i thought i wonder if i'm going to feel it first i wonder if i'm going to hear it well that's and it. when we yeah. came to rest 18 feet short of the end of the runway i went oh are you kidding me <laughs> really I was all prepared. <laughs> yeah. And my friend who was on the jump seat with me, we were in the forward cabin. She goes, she's crying with relief. And I'm like, and I did. I said some explicatives under my breath. She goes, what's wrong with you? Are you okay? I said, no, I still have to worry about rent and laundry <laughs> and nasty people and lost luggage. She goes, you're so weird. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny because when you have a comfort in the world and your knowledge of what will happen after we die, because I do believe we have absolutely a place to go. And I do believe we go, I want to call it heaven or or the other side or whatever you want to call it. I think there are different levels. And I just had another psychic on talking about the different levels because everybody goes. I don't care what you did in life. I don't care. It's not like, like I said on the other podcast, it's not like, God doesn't treat you like that. He, it's not like he says, hey, Leslie, I know you murdered somebody, but I don't love you anymore, and I'm going to send you straight to hell. That doesn't happen. God doesn't do that. We all go there. Now, I might be on a different level than someone else that maybe is past that kind of 
thing that I did murdering someone or whatever. But I still go there and I still have a choice to come back. And a lot of times the really evil people, I think they come right back in utero. I don't even think they they're there very long. I agree. Well, here's the deal. And I believe this, that there's some agreements you make before you come here. That's just the way it is. You know, even now, you wouldn't drive in a a city that you're not familiar with without your GPS. So, uh, and that's why I find tarot or methods of divination. There are so many levels of what's going on. And the universe will knock itself out to assist you. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. As I said, you know, angels don't have the power of choice. But this is like being at the most amazing buffet. What will you do today? It's overwhelming. Some people go, it's too much. I can't. Yeah. I just have to lay down. Or let's have let's have a cocktail and talk about it. Or let's <laughs> whatever. But within that, the power of focus right behind the power of choice is so important. Mm-hmm. The universe always says yes to you, even to your own self-destruction. Oh, I believe you. I absolutely believe because it always says yes to you. It's like we're in this game where we get to choose which way we go. You know, you can go in door number one and go straight to a place that you don't know where it is. But let's say it's a darker place than the place you just came from. But it's all your interpretation. Okay, it might be dimmer and darker inside. But if you decide, I don't like that anymore, and I'm going to maybe make it better for me, even if it's a little darker in here, it still will be as dark, but it won't be as dark to you. I agree with you. It's so interesting to me. I was thinking about people will ask me, do I belong to a religion? And I will say that I was raised in the Episcopal Church, but now I'm sort of a Buddhist Episcopal Jewish Wiccan. (laughs) Hey, if it fits, man, I'm all for it. Yeah, I want to get all the holidays, whatever we're doing. (laughs) Um, But within that, I thought, isn't it interesting? What I love about the Buddhist perspective is go within. Mm. You know, those monks meditate for hours on end. But then again, so we find that living a solitary life, peaceful. And yet we also discipline people by separating them from the crowd. So this magical thing called the mind, you can use your mind to make your situation a prison or a palace. And so it, it is attitude. I heard a woman putting her little kid in his car seat and I loved it so much. I stopped walking. She said, okay, Ryan, remember what I said? Hocus, pocus, focus. But I stopped and went, I say it to myself a million times a day. (laughs) Okay, Paul, focus, focus, focus. Especially when I get in the car, I stop and I realize sitting here that this is all I'm doing. When I shut the car door, this is a new segment. Let's bring all of our, our intelligence here. I am somebody who, unless I'm using my GPS, but I've lived in this area for 50 years. Mm -hmm. I put my phone in my bag, my bag in the backseat because distraction. Mm -hmm. We're so distracted. Yes, we are. It's, it's hard to that. And then if you put on fear on top of it, Ooh, it's a nasty, nasty blend. Right. And and my thing is, and that's why I love you so much. You add so much humor to it to where it doesn't seem as dark. It doesn't seem as dire. It doesn't seem as bad or terrible or whatever it is that you think the world is right now, because it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, we've got some issues. Mother Nature's pissed. I can tell you that right now. But it's one of those things where maybe as a collective, we can all just be nice and kinder to each other. Maybe it'll change just a little bit. Maybe the earth will just tilt a little bit more in our favor, you know? You know, many people will say, oh, when are we going to go back to normal? And I go, oh, no, that honey, <laughs> yeah. are you comfortable as a woman making 50% less than men? Yeah. Because oh, that's what normal is. So let's not have any of that. 
Right, Let's right. go back to what is the natural power of choice, mm-hmm. because the universe always says yes. When I was complaining, my spiritual teacher would go, my goodness, living operatically must be exhausting. She said, everything's a big deal. She said, every time we sit down, I feel like I'm talking to the Valkyrie from a Wagner operetta. <laughs> yeah. She said, it's just Wednesday. <laughs> We take ourselves so dang seriously, too. Yeah, Yeah, I know. And and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't uh, have your emotions. Sometimes there are days when, you know, I'm not as as happy as I am on typical days, but I'm pretty much a very, very positive person. I just am. But everybody has their days. But even on those days, I don't ever let myself get too far down. And if I did, I would honestly be on medication. And I would hope anybody like that would do that for themselves. But other than that, it really is perception. It really is how you see the world and what you want from it. Just ask. Just ask. Well, and then be willing for the answer. Yes, that was another thing. The answer may not always be what you want. Yeah. I was helping one of my clients in a guided meditation, and she was facing some serious health issues. And for all of my traveling, I never got to spend a lot of time in Paris, but she had. And so in this meditation, I was describing some things. And then she, in light trance, would explain where we were going. Oh, wow. And we were walking in this fantasy down the Champs-Élysées together. Mm-hmm. And she's describing this lovely little cafe. And then she said, oh, and here, here are the designer salons. And I said, oh, let's go into the house of Dior. Let's go. And she goes, oh, it's too expensive. And I yelled, I went, Jennifer! <laughs> and she sat up, she goes, what? I said, this is a fantasy. Nothing's you can not only yeah. afford everything in the house of Dior, you can buy Paris. Oh, yeah. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, really? I said, in this holy instant right here, that's why healing is natural. Mm-hmm. Look at the limitations that we put on ourselves. You wouldn't even in this fantasy allow yourself to go into a designer salon. Yeah, and it was a fantasy. So it's we have so much restriction to ourselves. Yeah, see, this is why I have you on my podcast. You just make everybody happy. Yeah, no, you do. You just make us all happy. It's just so much fun. So if somebody were to call you, Paul, and say, hey, I want a tarot reading or I want a past life regression or whatever, tell us what you do. Tell my listeners what all you do. Well, it's interesting you mentioned that because that's my next step. Two things I'm fascinated with is yes. medical intuition. Okay. Because I think that's where we're going to see, I talked about that in the predictions, is it's not even a new idea of the body-mind connection, Mm -hmm. but now we're adding the spirit, Mm -hmm. body-mind-spirit. Medical intuitives can read the energy around the body before whatever that issue is lodges in the body. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Wouldn't you rather take care of it there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be accredited as a, a hypnotherapist for past life regression. Now, I have a couple of clients, and this makes me giggle behind my hand. Both of them are psychologists. And one of them is, as he will tell you straight out, he's an atheist. Mm, And I said to him, Gary, I find it fascinating that we once a month spend an hour together in a tarot reading. And he said, well, I'm interested in what works. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he had mentioned that he had to run because he was doing a past life regression with him. And I said, you do past life regression? And he goes, oh, yeah. I said, well, those stories must be interesting. He goes, oh, I don't care. I said, you don't care? He said, I can move a client easier with using past life regression to getting results than I could through Jungian or Freudian therapy. He said, so whether I believe it or not doesn't matter. What I do, he had a client, he was talking about that she had a terrible fear of fire. 
I mean, like, could not. A bonfire, she'd have to, like, hide in the trunk in her car. Oh, wow. Someone blowing out birthday candles or a candle on the table. She had such anxiety. Wow. So he found that taking her through a regression, and no surprise, she had been burned at the stake. Okay, yeah. So what she was, did it fix it, so to speak? No, but she can sit in a restaurant with candles on the table Mm -hmm. and not be unwound. So there was deep progress, and that's what he's interested in. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, within that, how many people are here working through things from several lifetimes? You You know, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're going to try to get into. Well, that's I want to have the accreditation of being a credited hypnotherapist. Okay. Okay. I use the principles of hypnosis in guided meditation mm-hmm. as we leave the conscious world and go within. And that's really what all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. So really, I'm just sort of a tour guide to lead you down through yeah. the different levels so you can have the discovery for yourself. Right. But I also like to have the idea that I'm well-trained and I've got, you know, uh, oh, that underneath it. But I've, I've used self-hypnosis for 40 years. I used it for pain management. Oh, really? That's interesting. Oh, and can you help people with those kinds of things too? I can. The thing is, it also depends on, you know, where do people want to go? especially around issues of health. But, you know, the principles of life, it doesn't matter the situation. And the principles of life are rather simple. They are who you are, which you are love. And then life is just really a big Xerox machine. It's just reproducing what you have been either thought or feeling. As my spiritual teacher said to me one time, you have such a fine mind. Shame no one taught you how to use it. And she had a way of like kicking me right in the slats so I would listen. I said to her one time, could you be nicer to me? And she goes, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and I looked at her and she said, because I do love you. But to get through the roar between your ears usually takes me slamming the door so you'll listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's the thing. You can help people with those kinds of things. And also you do the tarot card readings, readings like you did for me too. So tell me, do you do like different kinds of sessions? I think I saw on your website, there's like a 15, a 30 minute and an hour and a half session for those things. I do. Okay. Um, and especially I'm so fortunate. I love what I do. In fact, I thought the other day, I'm like a kid who wakes up getting ready to go on a field trip. It's like, what's next? I know. Right. At a time when people of my age group are like, oh, it's time to go to Shady Pines. No. You know, and, and I thought, I considered it. I thought, do I want to wear plaid pants and play mahjong? Well, it's available. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're so popular. If you guys want readings from Paul, he's he's booked, but he can get you in. And he's pretty good about getting you in pretty fast. So, um, but he's got a lot of clients. And he's also, uh, let's talk about the new book you might be working on, uh, COVID, what is it called? COVID Courtesy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm How laughing. The but pandemic I- <laughs> made us lose our manners. <laughs> I love it. It's the truth. So when are you still writing it or are you writing it? It, Because once again, and you know, one of the greatest spiritual places that I go to is my grocery store. Mm, I love watching people be themselves. I was watching a woman who was wearing Playtex gloves, like the kind you wash dishes with. Mm -hmm. She not only had a mask on, but she also had one of the face shields on, but she had it on like upside down. So instead of having the shield pointing down, Mm -hmm. It was pointing up, so it sort of looked like a shoot. <laughs> and then she had this stocking cap on. Now, I'm not being, somebody goes, oh, my God, you're so judgmental. I'm not. I am discerning because from the years of being an actor, I realize as I watch people, everything people do is a choice. Yeah, it is. Just like we said so before. I watched, yeah. and she, she was furtively looking around, and she would only go down an aisle. And I thought, well, this is, you know, more fun than Netflix. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> 
did you approach her? Did you talk to her? And we locked eyes and I winked and, and under my mask smiled and she furrowed her brow at me and zoomed off. And I oh, thought, well, yeah. okay then. So I got my purchases and <laughs> as I walk out of the grocery store, I yank my mask off like I've finished a disappointing surgery in the OR. I mean, <laughs> right. you know, Dang it. I, and there she's standing. This is my favorite part of the whole story, Leslie. She's standing there with her cart. She has moved her shield up. She's brought her mask down and smoking a cigarette with her Playtex living glove. I'm like, I can't. I just, you know, you can't make it up, man. So I walked over and she goes, wait, stay right there. I said, "Uh, well, could we start with hello? She goes, well, I said, I find you so interesting. I saw you in the store. Do you have room for a couple of questions? She goes, what do you mean? I said, you're obviously well protected. She goes, yeah, yeah, you, we have to be careful here. You know, you're in a, it can jump and, you know, this virus can last. And I'm like, oh, okay. She had all that information. And I said, but I'm, I, I need to ask. This is a respiratory infection. It lodges within the lungs. Mm-hmm. And her eyes narrowed. I said, and you're smoking. Yeah. And she said, it's an American spirit cigarette. Oh, what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> I went, well, of course it is. Because that's all natural tobacco. Of course it is. It's interesting the agreements people make with themselves. Oh, I know. The the lies they tell themselves. It's just, it's astounding, isn't it? But for her, and I'm like, exactly. I said, well, thank you. I really hope you have a lovely day. She goes, all right then. And I walked away. And I'm not, it's not nasty. I also, as you know, I have the eye of a writer. Yeah. What is going on there? Right. No. And some people can't be reached. Some people just, or don't want to be reached. I think some people are on the planet to not understand. No, I I bless her every day going, you do you, boo. No, of course, right. Yeah, yeah, but I I wish her every success because as I walked through the world, I thought, I wonder, what do I do that's not congruent? And that's the thing. (laughs) Guys, if you you book with Paul... You're going to get all kinds of fun stories like this because he's he's hilarious. <laughs> he's had some very good fortune this last fall to do a play. Oh, yeah. And I haven't done a scripted play in five or ten years. And it was a play that I had wanted to do for 25 years. And when I saw the notice, I sent myself tape and they called me for a callback. Nice. And then I was cast. It was fascinating for me to find that the principles that I've used in the theater are the principles of living. Oh, really? And I really hadn't exercised those muscles in a while. Mm. Because I find that every really good actor is a good detective. No, it's true. It's true. And you know what? I meant to talk to you about this. You've worked with Betty White on NBC's Off Their Rockers, and she just recently passed away. So I know she was just a dreamboat. Tell me about her. She was. That shoot went very quickly. Um, I got to play her grandson. Uh, The opening of the scene is she says to the camera, I've got to get those kids off to bed. And as she opens the door, there are three of us playing a board game, but all of us are obviously over 50. And she goes, okay, kids, let's go. And I was in a onesie a little light blue onesie with clouds all over it. (laughs) And as I passed her, and this was her choice, and it it warms my heart. She grabbed my arm. She kissed me on the forehead and swatted my bottom. She goes, now get upstairs. That's hilarious. And we did it in three (laughs) takes. And as I was standing next to her, I just said, thank you. And the gleam in her eye, and she took my hand and squeezed it. Oh, she's She was a gracious, lovely lady. Yeah. There's just, you know, now everybody's like, okay, Dolly Parton better be okay because she's the other person that everybody loves. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Well, then I had the great good fortune to play Rose Nyland in an all-male cast really? version of The Golden Girls oh. for 84 performances. Oh, my gosh. See, that would be – you are the person to be Rose. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> well, what I found in my research for – you know, Rose was always thought of as being a little ditzy. She was so oh, sharp. No. She was, she was, to me, she was the smartest one because she was the most conniving one. She, she was three steps ahead of everybody. They just didn't, she just made it to where she had that innocent kind of look. One of my favorite moments, you know, they were cleaning up after a party and Blanche goes, oh, you know what's so hard about this? And Rose says, finding your panties in the big pile. (laughs) I mean, and it's a nod to the writers, but only Betty White could deliver such a drop dead vicious line and so sweetly. Oh, I know. Right? And that's that that was her. That was her. I tell you, you've been in several things. I think you were in something with Kevin Hart and um, what was her name? Anna Kendrick. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. I bet that was amazing. That was fun. I got to read for them. And you can find that clip on my website at pauljasic.com. You can see me doing tarot for Kevin Hart and Anna Kendrick. You know what? And I'll go ahead and add, I'm going to add all of this to my show notes because guys, I'm telling you, if you guys want a good reading, whether it's any new thing he's doing or the tarot reading, y'all need to call Paul because he is so fantastic and he'll keep you laughing. He'll, he'll make you feel comfortable. You don't have to be nervous. He's amazing. And like I said, I'll put everything on my show notes. I think his phone number is actually on the website or the phone number you can reach him on. Yeah. Yeah. So I tell you, Paul, as usual, <laughs> you have been a blast and you've just made my day talking to you. Oh, bless her heart. Thank you, Leslie, so much. I appreciate it. Well, I love providing because I want to know at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review or you can just buy me a cup of coffee. It's kind of like a Patreon, but you don't have a monthly subscription and you can give whatever you feel led to give. I am a one-woman show and I do all of my scheduling and my interviewing and my editing. So just know your support is so greatly appreciated. And one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist and you can find all of my books on Amazon. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you guys again and I will see you next week.